Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast episode 606. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Ahoy! And Tony Kokonakis. Yo! Uh, welcome guys, welcome listeners and viewers on Twitch, streaming live Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, please join us. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to the Gamecast. So guys, what have we been up to? I'm going to kick us off, Tony. I think I know. Let's go. I mean, everybody should know, but uh, Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles um, three, <laughs> yeah, three came out on Friday. So, uh, been playing with that. Put in, I'd say, like 10, 11 hours so far. I'm on vacation this week, so mm, nice. Oh, nice. Uh, that is my state. Was, was that planned? <laughs> no, uh, it, it was kind of fortuitous though, because like my manager poked me, and she was like, "Hey, um, you're approaching your your PTO cap. You should probably take some time off." And I mean, honestly, just take a chunk of it so you don't have to keep worrying about this and i was like okay and i looked and i was like hmm well mm-hmm. week after uh, Blade is free so uh kind of kind of was uh serendipitous so, okay uh, did that okay. and but, uh, it sounds like you're gonna need that week because it's a long ass game oh my god yeah. no it is corey, like corey are you playing this too no not three i gotta i, gotta okay. get I, I didn't know if you could first. join it but go on yeah. go on tony go on then. no it's fine so like i said i'm like 11 hours in which is like a good chunk of time for like any game but like I feel like Having I'm still just scratched. scratching the surface. Like I'm st- just like Xenoblade Two. Like I'm still getting tutorials. Like every <laughs> every couple yeah. minutes, I'm just like, wait, what is the new system? And I'm just like, it's so insane. This one, especially because like I was walking into this one, like, oh, you know, I've handled a couple of Xenoblade games under my belt now. Like this should be fine. And like now they just introduced something else. I'm like, wait a second. So I can do what now? And I'm just like, kind of like racking my brain. I'm like, wait, does this make sense to me? Like I don't. <laughs> I don't even know, and I'm just hitting buttons. I'm like, I, I guess we'll see how it goes, and uh, I'll learn at some point and stuff like that. But um, it's really good. It it really kicks off right at the beginning. It doesn't uh, spend too much time before just getting right into the plot of the game and um, setting all the characters on a journey together and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's more Xenoblade. Voice acting is good. Um, both English and Japanese. I've been flipping between them every chapter, kind of like what I did with the Persona, just to you know, get both both experiences there and stuff like that. Mm. Um, looks better than two. Uh, two's performance as a launch title for uh, near launch title for um, uh, the Switch. You know, kind of showed a little bit of the rough edges there and stuff like that. But this is a lot better. Uh, still not perfect, but uh, Digital Foundry watched their analysis. They're like, yeah, um, it utilizes some technology that is like, hey, if a better or powerful Switch existed, this will have this will look better automatically. You don't have to do anything. And it's like, that's weird, right? Like, yeah, it is weird. Um, so, you know, we'll see what the coming months uh, <laughs> have to say about that. But yeah, uh, I'm just really enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> probably get back to it after the podcast or a bit and stuff like that and see how far I can get um, this week. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, Corey, what are you playing? You're muted. Can't hear you, but You're muted. On 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 this, yeah. So <laughs> I've been uh, chipping away at the original on the Switch because obviously it's been harder to get and play elsewhere. Uh, but I have not made much progress on it because uh, I don't know if we have this in the news, but um, Steam said that they're going to be getting a lot more Steam decks out in the world, and I was like, yeah. you know what? I have one here that I was thinking of getting rid of, but if I'm not going, like I'm, I'm just you know I'm just going to keep it, and so. I got a Steam Deck right here. I've been playing it and been tinkering with it. And I have to say, 
This is probably the most fun I've had with a new console since the 360. This is amazing. This hmm, really? I, I am blown away by this this thing. Like it is like it, when we we made fun of how it looked, the the controls and everything. It feels amazing to hold. Like it's got really buttons on the back. It's got triggers. It's got bumpers. It's got the uh, touch pads here. Uh, it's these are capacitive um, joy, joysticks, so you can activate gyro just by putting your thumb on the on the on the joystick, and you have like a huge Steam library. Like talking about like backwards compatible and stuff like that. This is built out of the box. It's a PC. It's a PC in your hand, and it, I I can't believe how amazing this thing has like turned out to be because for like you can get one for like four hundred dollars and have like a really good. Uh, gaming PC essentially, and play Fine. pretty much anything. And obviously, you know, you know, I had to put. Uh, I guess you can't see with my background, but Borderlands Three is on there. Of course, one hundred and twenty-four yeah. gigabytes of it is on here, and it plays great. I can play it at sixty frames a second, uh, which will kill my battery in an hour and a half. But you can do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the other amazing thing about it, which is. Even like I just went down a rabbit hole on this thing, and let's see. I don't know if I, you'll get, you'll be able to see it, but the emulation on this thing is ridiculous. <clears throat> you essentially have a handheld, like whatever console you want, and oh. so I have all my Saturn games. I guess, no way, they actually work okay. All Saturn games and. Obviously, now, the, first now, one, the first one I had to put on here, you know, interest is peaked. Oh, I know which one, but yeah. my interest is like. So it's just uh, yeah. I don't know if it'll load on here, but the other thing is you can get the um. So this is uh, I have to I always drop it nice stuff down to forty frames a second. I gotta put it all up to sixty on Saturn games, otherwise it gets all messed up. All wonky. Yep. But uh, you can just display all of your stats and everything as well. So like, um, it's so like I can display all the stats up here, and this is obviously my second favorite game of all time, Dragon Force. Yeah, yeah. and it just runs. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, wow! I need this. I I and need so this. like not just Saturn. Yeah, I have Dreamcast stuff. Like all my Dreamcast games that I had. And you can just like, if you got the discs, you can create, you can create the ROMs. ROMs yeah. yeah. And um, I yeah, it just, this. it's amazing. It's, a, it's, it's, I, I, like I said, I just went down this huge rabbit hole of emulation. <laughs> and so I have like all my <laughs> games. Like, I was like wow. this is crazy. Uh, and it's a gaming PC. So I have all my Steam library that's verified um, games that are on there. And there's yeah. a lot of stuff that's not verified, but. Like still runs. most of the stuff is playable, even if it's not verified. You just have to do a little tweaking. But this is a crazy, like crazy device because it is just a PC. I mean, we talk about how PlayStations and Xbox are just becoming PCs. The more they're just more PC, more PC. Oh. This is literally a PC. It's just uh, running off of Linux, and so it's be you can you can just go into a desktop mode and just do everything as a desktop and use it as a desktop. And if you can get a dock, you can just basically. Plug it in. You you can get um, it can just go off to another computer or TV. And like I said, it is a top of line gaming system. Like it's running high end AAA titles 
know, I think the big one that they were talking about, Elden Ring, like they did a lot of work on that specifically to get it to run on the Steam Deck really well. And just like, just it just works, which is what's amazing. And so, like I was saying, I was, this rabbit hole I went down, I was it was it was crazy. And um, like you can get Nintendo DS games, you can get 3DS games. Uh, you know, there's Xenoblade oh, that, Chronicles on like, specific. That's like <laughs> you can do it, and it upgrades like, it. I mean, you, yeah. you run it upgrades the, the these Steam games. Deck can do all of this. This is it's like, just very. It's just it is really I'm, crazy. And so I'm so intrigued. This is this is amazing. Yeah, I was, like, I'm. I just and one, one thing I have to say, like, <laughs> the controls is what was really like how it looks. It just does not look comfortable, but it's so much more comfortable than I thought it was going to be. And that's yeah. mostly because like if you look at the Switch. The back is flat on the Switch, but on yeah. the Steam Deck, you have grips, and then you have the, the triggers on the back, like the Elite controller. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. you're not having to take your thumbs off the sticks to hit, hit these buttons back here. And it just feels really good. I was, like I said, I'm just so impressed with, with this thing. And it's a, P like I said, it's a PC, so, like, you're running Linux. Um, if you know Linux, it's just, you know... A little, a little different, but it's just, yeah, you can do whatever you want on it, and it's just, I was, uh, I'm blown away, blown away by this thing. I am highly, wow. uh, I'm super impressed, and I'd highly recommend it for anybody. You, you get the uh, 64 gigabit version because you can just yeah. put it a micro SD card in. Oh yeah, nice. you can just plug it in, yeah. and it's, uh, you know, well, just like the Switch, you can expand the storage. Yeah, it's weird um, when you make affordable uh, storage. Yeah, and so like if you go sixty four, costs you four hundred bucks. You get a terabyte SSD mm, um, uh, for like one fifty, which puts you up to five fifty, and you're already at double the, the no. of one of the um you know the highest end one, which was, and it's cheaper. It's cheaper than that because six fifty for the high end, and it'll cost you, well, cost you five fifty for yep. a terabyte Steam Deck, which is, is, is I'm just so impressed. I can't believe how well it works. Like I said, yeah. I'm playing Borderlands 3 on this thing, lying in bed. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome to hear. Like, I'm, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, that might be mm -hmm. the next must purchase. Forget a PS5 yeah. for me. So you're selling your Switch now? It's, it's a family machine, man. What are you talking about? It's no, like, my boys. Okay. My, my boys okay. use this thing way more than I do because of the, okay. of the uh, you know, Nickelodeon game. But uh, yeah, no, everything, and it's cool is like it, you can curate the store to show you the uh, Steam Deck verified stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you can see the, yeah, it just it, you can tell if it will play or not. But like I said, there are games on there that they, they're un, unverified, but that doesn't mean they won't play. You just have to, um, there's a couple of things that they, you have to kind of use these special launchers. And then you do that, you can do it. And people like throw windows on there. You can, you can. Uh, load Windows onto a micro SD and just plug that in, and then you can boot into Windows and game load pass. up. Um, yeah, net, you know, Battle Pass, game pass Battle Net. Yeah. You can do Battle Net. Yeah, you can. Xbox has a page to get Game Pass online uh, working on here. They have a, like a, a fact for it. You can get you know Epic Game Store on this thing if you wanted. You can get like the GOG Store. It's just like like I said, I was just going down this rabbit hole because again, it's just a PC. So if you can get it to run on so Linux. Nice. It'll run on the Steam Deck. Yeah, like this is the ultimate flexibility. Like that is so awesome. Yeah, I, I guess um, that's why I, was, I just got. Wow. I, wow. I guess this, it's so it's just such a cool, cool device. Like, and Steam's like hardware. They make good hardware. Like it's. Do they? Like 
the the steam this thing is really good and like apparently like their their head their vr set is really good too so uh, i don't know i'm not I'm talking just, about steam controllers i mean steam controller well, is supposed to I be mean, fairly good that was hardware i think and, you know that, ahead that was, of the time that's just my concern is like you know if i look back they had like what the steam link they had the steam controller you know other things or it's like okay yeah it, it gets buzzed for a little bit and then goes away but i think you know this thing has definitely has more steam those were definitely the more like this this is what the steam boxes wanted to be like yeah. the yeah. they wanted to bring pc to the masses pc gaming to the masses without having to worry about updating drivers loading yep. all these different things this you turn it on you have your steam library it says do you want to install you install it, and then it will it'll play you, you don't have to do anything special and that's what's amazing it's just it it's really really cool so very yeah. excited yeah. for the future of it because they're constantly learning like, updating it you know, firmwares and software updates because when it first came out through, you know, the beginning of the year, there were a lot of uh, these little tweaking tweaks to it that, you know, just needed to get ironed out. And they're starting to do that now, which is, um, you know, six months later, but still, it's it's still in the first wave of, of pre orders, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you got yeah. quarter one, quarter two, like this is a yeah. quarter three version. And apparently, is- some of the hardware is a little different also in quarter three, which they improved upon slightly. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. That always that always works with chipsets. Like it, you can find stuff that runs a little cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's they, they, they did yeah. change the fans a little bit. Yep. And I have to say, like this thing's uh, it, the heat's all in the center, so like your hands are not anywhere close to where it gets hot. Cool. It's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> like I said, I'm so impressed by it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Wow. Uh, that was an unexpected segment of the uh, Steam Deck promotions mm-hmm. that we just, you know. Um, <laughs> Anyways, Mike, what have you been playing? Um, I finished up Disco Elysium. I, I oh, nice. That. Um, what was, Disco, the, what was uh, the length of that game? Um, it, it's hard to say, really, because so much is optional, and you can sort of skip large chunks of the game if you want to, or if yeah. you get lucky and pass a certain check. Um, but I would say, I don't know, it's like maybe 20 hours. Um, okay. it's not, it doesn't feel like short, but it's definitely not like, you know, one of those big open world things that will take you like 60 to a hundred hours. It's not going to do that. Uh, no, there's actually a, a relatively small area to explore when, when you think about it, but it's okay because you're reading so much. It's very much a visual novel, um, mm-hmm. to the point where like you will, stuff, stuff will happen and you'll get a very small indication of it on screen graphically, but most of it will be written out as a description, um, mm-hmm. like what's happening in more detail. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a fun, it, it's very funny, and obviously it's one of those games that got a bunch of 10s when it came out, and usually when something gets a bunch of 10s, I, it might not be a 10 for me, but I understand it, and uh, this is one where I understand it. Uh, this one has, um, it's just basically like... Oscar bait style 10? <laughs> no, no, this is, I mean, the story is interesting. It's very you know, cerebral and, uh, you know, you get into like the socio-political like detail and, and of like the world they built here. In addition mm. to like a lot of psychological and like philosophical things. Um, but at the core, you're a drunk cop who's sad basically. And yeah. you're talking to your own parts of your mind, most of the game. Um, mm. And uh, so it, it's interesting, and uh, I got a decent ending. And then I went back and replayed the end game again and got a slightly different 
version of the same ending. I didn't go back far enough to sort of change a whole lot, but stuff did vary a bit. Um, I don't know. It just seems like the um, if you like those old school point and click games, and you wanted like like this is what I sort of want from a lot of these retro style games that come out. This is an old school style point and click game, but using like modern technology to actually have many, yeah. many permutations and many sorts of options for how you can do certain checks and skills and just like have it a much denser, higher option version of that same thing rather than just make it like, I don't know, graphically better, which is what normally happens or I don't know. So uh, I really enjoyed it, but you know, there's not a whole lot to it. If you don't like the idea of just playing through like a text and and it's all voice acted now in the final cut as well. A, a text heavy sort of adventure game type thing. Um, yeah. But, no, okay. it's fun, but you got to think uh, a little bit. And uh, you, the game judges you a little bit too, which is funny because I chose. Uh, sometimes I just choose things to be funny, and like if there's so if you say something rude to someone, I, I I tend to choose it. But in the end, despite basically getting a goodish ending, I, my uh, partner called me a uh, woman hating far right fascist. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess those okay. are the ones I chose, which is funny. To me because there's, and there's lots of different things you can end up being by, like, just saying things. It's like, I'm sorry, I just chose the ones where he said whore a lot. So, whatever. Okay, um, so we'll do it. <laughs> All right. Yep. All right. But no, uh, it's, it's, it's a very funny game, too. I, I found it very funny. <laughs> I, I was very nice. tempted, by the way, to pick that up on Steam, to play on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Like, oh. I, like, oh, I gotta get through this other game first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I'm most playing of what Borderlands. God damn, dude. <laughs> All the time. You know you what I'm gonna do on a new console if Borderlands is on it? Yeah, yeah play Saturn try, game. Try that, it that was, that's fine, but fuck it. I, I was just trying it. I wasn't like going to I've been laying in bed playing Borderlands every night. <laughs> and he's got Dragon Force to play. What are you talking about? Play yeah. Dragon Force, man. I know. <laughs> Wayne. No, answer. Sure on. Uh, yeah, yeah. King of Tristan. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. All right. Well, anyways, let's move on to the news here. I uh, got a couple of things here with. Let's kick it off with Mario Kart Eight. Uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is getting a uh, wave two of the Boost nice. Core Pass, right? So this yep. is f- free content uh, for Switch That's... Online expansion pack members. Yeah. Um, so what, what we got here, Tony? <laughs> Uh, two new cups, total of eight courses. Let's see. The list here is um, hey, Mario New Kart York. 8 to new heights. So, yep. yeah. Go on. New York Minute, which is from Mario Kart Tour, the mobile game. We have Mario Circuit 3 from the SNES Mario Kart game. Uh, Calamari Desert from N64. And a uh, fan favorite in my personal hype for this batch is uh, Waluigi, Waluigi Pinball, which originated on DS, but I think was ported to a couple other versions, too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, then we have the Propeller Cup, which is Sydney Spring, which is from Tor, Snowland from GBA, Mushroom Gorge from the Wii, and an all-new brand track called Sky High Sunday. So hmm. launches this Thursday. Cool. Um, and again, I think it's like either $25-ish if you want to buy the whole pack of uh, six or eight or whatever the hell it's going to be, something like that. Or just subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online. You get it all for free. So yeah, I'll be nice. right back, guys. All right. All right. Uh, moving to the Call of Duty news as well. 
uh, Call of Duty is losing millions of its regular day play, everyday players, right? The subscription stuff. So um, monthly active users, which is what yeah, monthly doing. active users. Uh, so in the past twelve months, the active users have dipped from one hundred twenty-seven million down to ninety-four million. Um, yeah. For for a while, for a while, we've talked about this franchise losing its steam, and it's maybe this is is this is this following suit? Is this it? This is uh, the fa- the the fall of the annual Call of Duties. Are we going to move away? Maybe. Oh no! I mean, well. We already know that after this Call of Duty, there's n- there's nothing for next year. They're they're taking a little bit of a longer break good. in between. This, this what so this is how good things good things can happen when that happens, yeah. you know. But you know, I do think you know, you know, not everything everything can't stay on top forever. And I no. think Call of Duty, even though it will still be, you know, don't get me wrong, it's still going to be popular. Oh. Most games would kill to have ninety four million active <laughs> users and stuff like that. Well, one one twenty one twenty seven or something like that at one point. We're twenty four, right? One twenty seven last yeah. year. Yeah, um, that's huge. But, yeah, but you know, for Activision Blizzard, you know, slash Microsoft, uh, by this time next year, you want to show growth. You want to show that your franchise is still growing and still reaching out to players, uh, which is why they made Call of Duty Mobile and stuff like that. Um, you yeah, know, and doing promotions definitely. and stuff like that. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think this is a bigger blow than you know we might expect. Um, I don't think I posted it, but. Uh, the game industry overall, uh, I think we talked about it a little bit with the MPD, it's down overall, and that's to be expected mm-hmm. because it's a combination of, um, even though COVID isn't officially over, uh, apparently most of the country, if not the world, has decided it's okay to go back to normal. And ignore it and start doing uh, things. Right, yeah. so people aren't staying at home any uh, as much as they have been the past two years, uh, which means they're not playing as many video games as they have in the past two years or prioritizing as much as they have in the past two years. Uh, yeah. And second, well, uh, you have uh, inflation rising costs um you know with just everything across the board and you know uh spending on video games lower so for this part obviously number one applies but number two doesn't because call of duty at least warzone is free to play and stuff like that but uh yeah i just think it's it's showing a little sign of weakness for the the brand um i do expect it to be up after this release because it's modern warfare 2 which is one of the most popular entries in the series so expect a lot of news in uh, November, December saying, oh, look, Modern Warfare 2, breaking records, setting new heights and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. the, the real test is going to be a year out from that or two years out from that when we go without an entire Call of Duty in the uh, retail cycle and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Overwatch I mean, is going free to play also. So Right, right. And that, you know, that's yeah. what it is. Whenever I talk about any one of these first person <laughs> shooters, it, the, the market is just so saturated you have your pick. You have your pick of the litter. Like if you just if you were like a new gamer, like you know, uh, 10, 12, whatever, and you just got a console, you know, or a PC, a Steam Deck, whatever, it's like, man, I want to play a first person shooter with all my friends. I don't know which ones can I play. It's like, oh, okay, well, you can play Call of Duty, you could play Valorant, you could play uh, Overwatch, you could play Fortnite, you could play Apex uh, Apex Legends. <laughs> like you, you have your pick of the litter, and you don't have to pay for any of those. Any of those. Can you imagine, like for us, like imagine being like, oh, do I want to play Goldeneye or uh, do I want to play Perfect Dark? Like we didn't have that many options, like Doom, I guess, or Quake or something like that. But we had to pay for those games, you know. Uh, yeah. So you know, nobody really had those games uh, unless it was just something that everybody just universally agreed upon, which you know, Goldeneye was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just market saturation, market competition, uh, and as much as we like to dunk on uh, Fortnite, I mean, that is still popular. It's still going on every single time. Like. Like, you know, I used to call um, Ubisoft the kings of uh, games-as-a-service content, but Epic, I think, just stole that crown from them. Uh, 
Yeah, it's one game too. I mean, yeah, when you're playing I, like movie trailers and concerts in your game, like yeah. real concerts and real like yeah, movie like trailers. actual celebrities, yeah, actual celebrities. When that's like, happening, um, yeah, you've 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 leveled up the uh, yeah. The and content. apparently, the the next big promotion because they just had Star Wars this past yep. season, like Darth Vader was in it. Uh, yeah, and apparently, the next big crossover is going to be Dragon Ball Z. So. Mm-hmm. That's you know, gonna be just, huge. Yeah, right, it's gonna be huge. You know, so um, you just keep ways, yeah. and uh, you know, well, I mean, what what can call? I mean, Call of Duty has already tried anime. They tried uh, Godzilla. They've tried uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, I, I think, think Terminator's uh, coming. Uh, Terminator, Terminator's next. Yes. So yep, <laughs> they're yep. trying it. They, all these franchises are trying whatever they can to attract people. Um, and I get yes. it. I get it. You gotta you gotta try to draw those. They, people. they want that port. That and there's only so many hours in the day. So many players. And that's that my biggest part. And I'm like, I, I, know, I think you've mentioned it before, but like the battle passes, like where it's just designed to like make you waste as much time of the yep. day to like get those dailies on. And I hate it because it's like I, I want to play other games, man. Like I like right. playing your game. But like maybe for thirty minutes a day or something like that. I don't want to spend an hour or two hours every single day of my life to progress something that you know you tell me is limited, you know, and stuff like that. Like, sure, maybe five years ago I'd be like, all right, I'll play this, like League of Legends, something like that. Then mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, if you're not going to give it to me in a reasonable, you know, time frame with reasonable hours, and you and you're not going to let me buy it, I'm just not going to play it. Like that's that's yeah. where I am these days. Just too much competition. That's where we are. All right. Uh, let's see. Diablo Immortal Mobile, talking to Activision Blizzard still, surpasses 100 million in revenue. Um, Oof. Yeah, turns out people did Somehow. have cell phones. Oh, yeah. No. They you still know, Blizzard can just game, be like, fuck games. you guys. We were right. Like, ugh, sucks. You know, all those people that complained did not care. Yeah. The brand is just strong enough where it can take that kind of mm-hmm. hit. Probably a mix of both, you know. I would, yeah. I would think. I mean, you get the whales, I'm sure, too, which help, but the thing is, not, I don't not even 100 care. million. <laughs> right. The thing is, I don't even care about, I don't, I, I could not care any less for Diablo at the moment as a brand. But the reaction to Immortals rea- uh, announcement was like the biggest piece of shit thing I've ever seen. Like, it was like, where the guy with the red shirt is like, Are you serious? And it's like, mm-hmm. What are they serious about bringing a, a popular franchise to mobile like they've already done before? Like the entire brand parent company is trying it to do. It fits really well on the mobile. Like, it, right. what like it, type of game? What percentage of the people you think playing it on mobile are actually those same fans though? Do you think it's a lot of, you know, because the whole idea of the mobile market is it's very casual at first and someone would be know, like, oh, people I, that... this sounds like a game I've heard of. Let's, let's see. This, this sounds like a real game. Let me play this for free. So no. it's a good question. It's a good question, Mike. And just for context, this is all from Center Tower, which is a mobile um, uh, aggregate where they get data and um, publish data based on you know whatnot. So uh, weeks to uh, their chart that they published for this was how many weeks it took for mobile games to reach a hundred million dollars in uh, revenue and stuff like that. Uh, so and the ones they use specifically. Uh, Final Fantasy XV: A New Empire took 22 weeks to reach 100 million dollars. The that's number five. Number four is Fortnite, which took 12 weeks to reach 100 million dollars in revenue. Number three was Fire Emblem Heroes, which took 10 weeks. And number two was Diablo Mortal, which only took eight. The only game that reached it faster, according to them, or at least the chart, uh, was Pokemon Go, which only took two weeks. So. Uh, you know, I'm not saying every Diablo player is playing it, but uh, certainly we have a lot of people that were, you know, 
boycotting it and saying fuck Blizzard. And now that the game is out, they're like, can't let my friends know. I downloaded this yeah. game. We're playing it secretly. I can never let them see my cell phone. You know, just. Yep. And that's what yep. it is. Like, it's just stupid outcry. And I get it. I totally get it. They absolutely want to at that time should have been, guys, we are working on Diablo 4. Trust us. We don't have anything to show you. We are working on it. It is being actively made. But until then, we have a separate Diablo game for new and old fans alike on mobile called Diablo Immortal. If they just said that, that absolutely would have changed the messaging and the tone uh, and controlled it a bit better rather than having an announcement and then having some schmuck neckbeard go, <laughs> are you serious? And then the response uh. from a developer that isn't trained to be uh, PR going, don't you have a cell phone? Like, wouldn't you <laughs> want to play this game? Like, it doesn't cost me anything, so. Whatever. Fuck the haters. Fuck Blizzard too, though. I don't really care. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. PS5 has shipped 21.7 million units as of t- June 2022. Uh, a lot of units. Yeah. It is a lot of considering that they're never like available. <laughs> they're I was in, in and stores. it could have been so much more. But I was in Western oh, Pennsylvania, and guess what was in the Target stores? Uh, really? Yeah. So there was th- two PS5s and two Xboxes. Wow. In wow. in the stores in uh, western Pennsylvania. That was out in Altoona, Pennsylvania. That's because nobody lives out there. No, but they were there. They were on the show. It was a busy store. <laughs> they don't know about nice... those Vidya mm-hmm. games out there. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> new target that was built out there. And uh I gotta say, I was I went we just walked past the gaming section. I was like double taked. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What is that? Like, Pictures no, are didn't happen, Jim. I should have taken a picture. Oh, I should have taken pictures. You didn't take a picture? No, there was two PS5s. Uh one was digital, and then oh, same thing on the Xbox. One was the S, and one was the X. Mm. Uh, so it was the same idea. They're both one digital, one with the disc. They had one of each. I'm wondering if that's what they just maybe they just timed it right. They just they just mm. got them. Well, uh, I mean, the fact that they're even in stores is a good sign because yeah, I was gonna say for like, the past two years you've only been able to get them online. Like yep. GameStop, I've always asked just out of curiosity. They're just like you can only get them online right now. So yeah, uh, it's yeah, good. It's but um, this is bad news for Sony. Obviously not. Yeah, you know surprise here uh but it is trailing behind the ps4 now uh which is unfortunate um, mm. and it will impact i think the uh long-term results here uh for the ps5 unless they really get aggressive uh with manufacturing and pricing but i don't see that because actually um it's a separate article but uh, rumor morning, has it <laughs> rumor has it that they're actually thinking about increasing the price of the ps5 uh, in certain territories because of component cost increases yeah. shipping increases and stuff like that and yeah. in my opinion my my personal opinion uh like i said i've been just curious you know when i'm at work or something like that and i see wire 64 tweeting like hey playstation 5q is available right now on playstation direct or whatever like that i'll be like oh you know what it's kind of a fun mini game i'm just like can i get one today if i really yeah. wanted to be a PS5, could i get it today so i like you know i just do a captcha click you know enter the queue and stuff like that and I've gotten in a lot of times. And even like the past week actually has been really nice where it's like, Wire 64 has said, if you want one, you can get one right now. There's no mm-hmm. queue. Like just log in, they're available. Uh, but it's all the uh, Horizon bundles yeah. for uh, whatever. Uh, Bidden West. West. It's all the Horizon bundles, which is $50 more expensive. Um, so I think that is what they're doing because they've already paid for Horizon, you know, a couple years ago in terms of like budget mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But now they're like, oh, well, if we include this game, it's, you know, we can justify $50 extra from the customer. 
you know, because you're getting they, a deal. Uh, $7 getting value. Value. <laughs> it's like, Hey, you save 20 bucks. Even yeah. though we already paid for, you know, even though we already yeah. paid for this game and stuff like that. It's not like it'll probably you know, be $20 in the year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, that's how Sony is. Yeah. Uh, so that's unfortunate. Um, let's see. The other thing is, uh, as of this quarter, Sony has stopped reporting PS4 unit sales, which uh, seems to indicate that that is done completely. Did not expect mm. to see uh, many PS4s out in the wild uh, going forward, uh, and that would put their final tally at 117 million units, uh, which is very impressive. Yeah, uh, and a huge growth from. Uh, the they they can thank Xbox for forcing digital on people before they were ready. Yep, 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 yep. Absolutely. Yep. yep. It's so right. funny because like you look at that now and it's like. That's where I want to be. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, the other thing is uh, PlayStation profits are down 30% year over yes. year, over year mm. which is, is kind of like this thing. I mean, Microsoft had their one, but they obfuscate their numbers a little bit more because it's including like the, the gaming and office division or something. It's like, how are you combining gaming with Windows, Microsoft Office? I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll take a, a big hit next quarter too because uh, that's when the big Bungie acquisition uh, will happen there. So a little bit of a financial rough year for Sony. Uh, Nintendo should be publishing their own investor relation tomorrow. Probably expecting uh, profits to be down as well there just across the I wonder if we get a PS5 Pro before we get a Switch Pro. <laughs> That is a bet. That is a bet. That is a bet. I hope not. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Going back to that to that PS5 thing, I could absolutely see Sony now being like, "Fuck the base PS5. We're rushing Ooh. to the PS5 Pro, and we're launching at five ninety nine next year." Yeah, I mean, I I could see them do talking about it this you know winter holiday or something. I. I you know they've gone through. They got twenty million copy, co- you know, consoles out there, and it's just you were two. You were going to be in year three. It's like year three. This is that's this when is you it. would see that. That's when yeah. you would see the pro. Yeah. We like, talked about. You don't feel it. Doesn't feel like a year three since they're no. There's no PS five. Right, no yeah, yes, and they're still releasing PS four versions of most of their games. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I'm I would not be surprised if that happens. I absolutely see that happening. Um, okay, and yeah, just, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, lastly, we have the article about uh, Grand Theft Auto Six having a mm-hmm. female protagonist uh, mixed in as well as a choice to play through, yep, like a Bonnie and Clyde style. Uh, so there's a whole article about how Rockstar Games has. Um, kind of overhauled their image after the issues they had. Uh, and this kind of coincides with that, where they're going to, you know, create a game that's more inclusive of people. And uh, it's, hey, kudos to them that they can make a change. It's more than that. I, I know I like the article. It was pretty long. It was so a Schreier piece, it a, right? It was a Schreier piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have it up. But basically, agreed. after his, um, I don't want to say it's solely because of him, but Certainly, Schreier absolutely helped push the public agenda forward. Mm. Uh, but the argument starts out in the summer of 2020, you know, after George Floyd was killed by a police officer, uh, Rockstar wound up shelving a mode of play and playing for uh, Grand Theft Auto Online called yeah, Cops, and, Cops Crooks. and Crooks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which they just were like, you know what? Let's, um, let's not do <laughs> it's this. It's probably not a good yeah, time <laughs> for like this. Um, but, you know, it's one of those more politically sensitive actions. Rockstar, Division of Take Two, blah, 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 has taken in recent years. 
Uh, they even wound up removing transphobic jokes from some of the um, GTA Five and other, uh, I think, the ports for the uh, trilogy. Yeah. From mm-hmm. the students, like But then they also uh, apparently cleaned up uh, in-house, uh, fired a bunch of managers and other leaders that were uh, toxic at the workplace, and promoted the boys' club culture and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So for the past few years, apparently, Jason Schreier followed up with some of his contacts. And uh, over, you know, he said the majority of them actually believe that the company is changing for the better and are excited and more enthusiastic than ever uh, to be working on the games they are. So yeah. very uh, rare to see. Very yeah, rare yes. to see. I mean, when you have happy, happy employees yeah. working on something, like you probably get a better product out of it. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully. Well, we uh, shall see. It, we have to yeah. see what this game is. But yeah. I mean, I, you can say um, what you want to say, but like Grand Theft Auto and Rockstar, they, they've they not really missed on their games as far as um, delivering. <laughs> general reception, yeah. other than us. I mean, much. it may not be for you, <laughs> but for the general public, it's a, I, it's a fantastic sandbox. It, it's funny, um, though, because of us, I think I sort of, I find them okay. I play them. They're all right. I like them for a little bit. I, I'm not like I think I'm the highest on them of you guys, probably. Uh, yeah. Um, but I also, God, I don't really care anymore about mm-hmm. their formula. Like it's so old at this point, sort of rock star formula. So hopefully it's different now. Not not, and I don't even mean like you know, thematically, although that is old as well. But just the gameplay and how it is. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, so let's see. They they talked about um, so it's going to feature a playable female protagonist for the first time. Yep. Um, its main location is going to be a fictional version of Miami plus the surrounding areas, uh, and their goal actually is to evolve the game over time and adding new cities, uh, which could be interesting. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we've already talked about it once at least once on this podcast, but games as a service, it's here to say. Um, you know, content updates throughout the life cycle of a game to help sales and prevent resales and stuff like that and you know multiplayer um grand theft auto online obviously still making them a shit ton of money so yeah, yeah. and when did the grand theft auto 6 come out or is it five uh, five it's five. Grand theft auto 5. 20 2012 2013 yeah so that's i mean 10 years between games and you're still like killing it that's very impressive yeah, but at the same time, like you know, we talked about it. Jim, you know, has a little yeah. high rate. Yep. So, yes, you know, yep. but like when you're making money, hand over fit. Like, what's the incentive to really yeah. rush your project, right. your product to the market? When it's yeah. uh, unfortunate, they also though then they say they're sort of like giving up on Red Dead Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were. I mean, it makes that's... sense if you're not making money on it. Like, throw the resources at the the you know the horse that's winning. Right. It's a shame because that that to me seemed more interesting. At that point, um, it's not but... as much you can do with it, I think, is the problem. But yeah, I mean, they could have made it good, but yeah, it is what it is. Yep. All right. Uh, and that's going to wrap up this episode of the Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, once again, we're mm-hmm. on Twitch streaming every Tuesday night starting at 8 o'clock. So please join us uh, for the MovieCast and the Gamecast. We, uh, you can email us, all you can geek at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. And we're also on. YouTube, this stream right here, the next day, you can watch it all again on YouTube if you like, or watch it on Twitch if you, if you missed it as well for up to two weeks, I believe, on Twitch. So, um, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, that's going to wrap it up. So-